0: There are, in this world and others, infinite stories to be told. An expansive stretch
1: of ocean. What sort of direction are we thinking?
2: Listen as they unfold around us. I
3: would advise if you lay your weapon
1: down. Tenderly, smoky, black, glittering
2: smoke. Pulling us in. Making us part of a greater universe. He's not a stranger, he just told me his name. He cannot escape. Help me now, Captain.
3: These worlds existed long before we came along. Can you hang in there just a little bit longer? Worry not, friend. I think we're
4: here to help you. These stories
3: are but parts of a
4: play. Laid before you. And And we
1: are are but players. players. Welcome to Roleplay, Inc. Last time, our intrepid heroes found themselves uh, facing some dastardly pirates, crew members of the Pirate Lord Vrago. They managed to dispatch these thugs who were attacking a young archivist named William Decker In dispatching the thugs, they did manage to secure him and the maps that he had been gathering in the city of Echo Bay. Once they brought him back to the tavern that they were staying, uh, they did discover that he indeed was doing a bit of research on behalf of the court wizard of Avalon, the capital city of the kingdom of Aldane. There have been elemental disturbances centered around certain areas of the meridian sea where the veil between the material plane and the other planes of existence particularly the elemental planes is a bit thinner and as such they've seen strange happenings across the sea and also within the city of avalon itself decker had been sent to investigate and to find knowledge about what could be causing these happenstances. The party invited him to come along with them uh, on the Annabelle Lee, which will shortly be departing Echo Bay to make its way to the island of Valendia, particularly the port city of Vasari. And that is where we are going to start our session today with the party awakening uh, it's been a few days since your scuffle with the pirates. You do know that the Annabelle Lee is going to be leaving today. Is there anything during those past few days or this morning that you would want to get done before you have to leave the city?
2: Io would have, since uh, they have spent the night on the ship already, would have, as they're like leaving or like eating breakfast with the crew... Would have tried to map out some spaces that are good for hiding things on the ship, just in case, you know, I would want to make a little money on this side on this trip.
1: All right. First, I'm going to need you to make a, let's say a deception check to be not sketchy.
2: <laughs> cool. Love <laughs> not being sketchy. Cool. 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 Uh, 11.
1: Okay. You manage to slip away from the rest of the crew for what you think is a reasonable amount of time. Can you roll me an investigation check?
2: Okay, I'm already gonna need to get some new dice. That'll be a four.
1: Oh boy. And, and the streak continues. <laughs> so
3: We'll never get away from the curse.
4: It's a good thing you aren't our rogue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the night after your dalliance with uh, Captain Sheila Coppertree. You slip out and make your way a bit into the hold. And you're you're shifting around a number of the barrels and the boxes that her crew has been bringing onto the ship. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of space that isn't already accounted for. You kind of push around on some boards. Everything seems very solid. You don't find any sort of smugglers section, like, this seems like a, a above-the-board operation, mm. uh, but as you are kind of shuffling through uh, all of their supplies and cargo, mm-hmm. you hear footsteps behind you. I'm sorry, who are you?
2: Oh, uh, obviously I'm Io, a passenger. Uh, the captain wanted me to bring, and then... <laughs> What what am I standing in front of right now?
1: <laughs> uh, roll a very... Roll me a perception check with disadvantage as out of the corner of your eye, you're trying to see what is... Uh, if there's any sort of labeling. As in front of you, you see a uh, very stocky human male. Uh, he has uh, his hair pulled back into a high bun. Um, very just like that brownish blonde scruffy beard uh I rolled a 16 a 16 okay um out of the corner of your eye you do see a logo for a shipping company this is in particular this would be Fleetwood Shipping a common company that does hire out different merchant ships to send goods across the sea it doesn't indicate what's in the box but you do know where the where it came from.
2: Obviously, the captain wanted me to bring this up into her quarters as she asked me last night
1: to Obviously. do
2: this. And hoping he's not gonna <laughs> ask too many questions because I said I was in her quarters last night.
1: This this man looks you up and down, just arms crossed. Roll a deception against his insight. Ooh. Oh god.
2: Uh, are we about to
1: have to find new passage, you guys?
2: <laughs> uh, that'll be an 18.
1: He stars at you for a while, kind of looking you up and down before just a slight smile oh, no. hits the corner of his mouth. Ah, Captain found new meat. Oh, <laughs> OK. Um, <clears throat> yes, I You am. at least look uh, useful around a ship.
2: Yes, uh, very talented, uh, as the captain knows, and so now apparently you do. Uh, I'm leaving now. Hold on. You're in that group that we're taking aboard. Yes, I am. Uh, me and my friends need a passage.
1: Well, what are your skills other than, uh, sharing a bed with the captain? mm That mm-hmm. only gets you so far.
2: hmm You are quite nosy. You don't That's like- That's my the- job. Oh, no. Is this the first
1: mate? Uh, you've already met the first mate. Uh, Barnaby Jones is indeed oh, yeah, the first right. mate. The bookish guy. That's yes. wild. He's okay. very much like on a lot of ships, the first mate and the quartermaster are kind of the same thing. Oh, yeah, that, that um, would on sense. On this particular ship, the first mate is doing a lot of the... It's kind of like HR. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Barnaby is in charge of making sure that everything's running smoothly. Mm-hmm. He introduces himself as, uh, quartermaster. Uh, Tomas Swallen.
2: Nice to meet you, Tomas. Uh, Sunkar, as you probably know, and probably <laughs> does the crew. Um, yes, yeah, so, my skill set is, I'm a good sailor. Know my way around knots. These hands, very talented in more ways than one. And you shall see that coming up.
1: Well, I uh, look forward to assessing (laughs) your ability on the sea.
2: Why do I feel like you're keeping an eye on me, Tomas? Is you a little jealous that I've been inside your captain's quarters?
1: (sighs) Oh, absolutely not. Insight check. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Bounce. I don't like how you're
2: up in my grill, Tomas. Uh, so I have a negative two to insight, so that'll be a 17. He doesn't... It,
1: this isn't, like, a jealous lover. This isn't jilted. Uh, you actually get a sense of protectiveness. Oh, no. Um. Mostly in a, like, this is my fucking crew. Don't fuck with it. I'm, I'm her dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he does not look anything like uh, Sheila. Sheila is a half-elf, but... Um he doesn't look like he could be her human father.
2: Right, Tomas. Uh I respect that. You keep your eye on me, and I will keep my eye on the captain. I give him a wink and start like leaving.
1: <laughs> cool. As you walk past him, you are like a full head taller than this guy. He's like just stocky built. Mm-hmm. He's not particularly tall, but he carries himself tall. Mm-hmm. It gives him an intimidating air without having to glower down over people Um, as he, without even looking at you, grabs your arm in a very strong grip best not cross the captain wouldn't turn out pretty for you and let's go
2: Warning received I'll see you out there I give him a very charming smile
1: with a lot of teeth and (laughs) walk away a lot of sharp (laughs) teeth Perfect. All right, let's move on to our next character. Vatan, what have you been up to before the ship is due to leave?
4: Uh, Vatan has been slowly uh, decorating his new abode. Um, he's found small swatches of velvet to hang as, as drapes along the edge of the bale. Um, he is loving this, this new accommodation that he has.
1: Perfect. Um, So you've got that velvet going across, making it nice and cozy. Um, Is it still entirely like solid walled or have you like carved little windows in the Uh, side? It's
4: definitely still solid. It's got to stay seaworthy and he's not ready to to cut holes in his boat yet.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Has Vatten just stayed within the uh, tavern itself? Have you gone out or are you hanging with Sune?
4: Um, the only time he's gone out is maybe if Epony's gone shopping or anything, he's he's tagged along. But other than that, he's pretty much hung out around the uh, tavern.
1: I'm going to have... Vatten. can you roll me a arcana? Arcana or nature? You pick which one, because those are different answers, but...
4: Let's go with nature. Nat 20.
1: Ooh. All right. Plus nice. zero. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
1: so... As you are going about your time, just hanging out within the tavern, uh, you find a little spot uh, in the corner. They, they've gotten very used to you by now. It's been a few days. You're, you're still a novelty in this area, but a little less so now. In fact, the, the owners, the, the Tullys, Gilmore and Margot, have actually now set a little basin that you can just relax in. So that you're not getting everything just sopping wet constantly. So as you're hanging out in this little basin, you feel almost a a tingle across uh, your watery skin. Very reminiscent of the rise in static electricity before a storm. Okay. Uh, it's, it's similar to that, but there's something just a little off about it.
4: But in... Um- kind of checks his body and and runs his fingers over his skin and looks around uh, as carefully as possible seeing if any of his friends are near with a very curious inquisitive look on his face trying to figure out what has just happened
1: um i would say io is definitely not there but the other two could be if they would like to
3: suna would probably he would he'd he would try to stick close to Vatan kind of at all times
4: yeah Epony is around did did you feel that?
3: What did you feel, Vatin? I don't think that uh, I was felt anything around.
4: It's, it's something in the in the air. Uh intensity um I, I can't I don't know the word, but hmm. my skin just feels uh. Did you feel something like a chill perhaps? no 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 definitely not cold more like so
0: normally if your skin is crawling it means that you've encountered someone or something you don't like i like all of you i don't know do you feel do you feel disgusted
4: no 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 not disgusting like a a storm
3: a premonition is there something that maybe do you feel you're worried about something vartan Oh, no, no, no. I'm ready to go on our ship. I've been
4: practicing on my own. Um, really? What have you been practicing? Being a... Uh, not a pirate, because we're not going to be pirates on this ship, right?
0: What are you talking co- about? Of course we are. <laughs> we're
4: being a, a boat person. A boat person? See, I've got, my, <laughs> I've got my hat. I've got my steering wheel. But no, it's not that... There, like a, there's something in the order, air. Something's happening. When you order a
0: pirate from Wish,
4: <laughs> boat person. <laughs> boat person. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was probably nothing, I'm sure. And he goes back to his little uh, his little basin, but there's clearly a look of worry on his face.
3: Hmm. Sune will notice and kind of like try and and sit still and, and meditate and see if, like, there's anything that he can uh, sense or or just remember, maybe think of how he could reassure Vatan in any way.
1: Okay. Roll me a either nature or history.
0: While he does that, um, Epony will cast detect magic over the pale and the water and, and Vatan.
1: Sure. Uh, Vatten always kind of exudes this odd magic. It's not tied to any school, but the basin itself is just like a little bowl. Nothing seems particularly magical. All right.
3: And I went for nature and I rolled a measly little two, so.
1: Yeah, you're not a big sailor. You haven't been out traveling for that long, so this it seems very odd and strange. But so is Vatten, so.
3: It's been a series of strange events <laughs> that have led me here. Sune going to look toward Ebony. Miss Ebony, have you been a boat person for long?
0: Have I been? a? Well, I suppose if we're calling them boat people, yes, I have been a boat person for quite some time. Why?
3: Well, I'm just a little curious. Um, why, what do you do when you're out on a boat?
0: Well, are we talking in downtime or are we talking in in time that we're actually doing things that we're meant to be doing?
3: Sune looks a little confused.
0: <laughs> so typically, with what I do, Sune, I like to use the five-finger discount um, while I'm on the ship commandeering other ships using my five-finger discount. So that said, there's downtime between when you're traveling and that's the time that like we play drinking games and dice rolling games and we all get to know each other and then sometimes we throw each other overboard and see who's able to swim back and (laughs) you know things along those lines but then there are the times that we're actually working and then we each have our own types of skills to um obtain goods and services at a low cost if you catch my drift
3: i see I think I understand, perhaps a little. Um, when when you travel, uh, do you get to meet a lot of people?
0: Oh, tons. Every port that you go into, there's tons of new people to meet. And then every ship you come across... She looks at Sune like she's trying to figure out the words. <laughs> every new ship that you um interact with... There's lots of new people, those usually don't last long, those are quick friendships. And then you have like your your people that are trying to kill you, so I think everybody has at least one of those. You know, I meet plenty of people.
3: And you said you have at least one that is trying to kill you?
0: Yeah, at any given time I'd say that's about right.
3: Hmm. Is this common for most boat people to have one person that's trying to kill you?
4: My type of boat people, yes. Should I be going and finding one of these people then? Now that I'm going to be a boat person?
0: You know, let's let it happen organically.
4: I don't have any organs, though.
0: <laughs> Mine has all the best one-liners.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
0: Um. so when something happens organically, it happens. it happens naturally. So if someone's going to hate you enough to want to kill you, you have to let it just happen. You can't ask for that. Or well, I guess you could, and I'm sure someone would be happy to oblige. But like, why would you want that?
3: It'll come with time, Vatten. There's no need to rush these things.
0: Do you want to get murdered?
4: No, but you said we're supposed to have one. We'll, I, we'll let it. We'll let it happen organically. At
3: least one. Don't worry, Vatten. I'm sure that in time you'll have plenty of people that will try to come and kill you.
4: Distractedly, uh, Vaden separates himself from the conversation, and goes and looks out the window to see if he sees anything out there that might be connected to that feeling that he felt.
1: Sure. Roll me a perception check. 15. All right. With a 15, you kind of look out across uh, the street, looking up at the sky. It's actually a very clear day. You don't see any storm clouds on the horizon. It seems very calm. And that tingling feeling has faded.
4: So, um, what, what kind of weather do we want when we go out? Because it's looking really nice out right now.
0: What type of weather do we want? Yeah. What do you mean? When we go out on the, the boat. Oh, like what's the best weather for sailing in? Yes, that. Oh, well, nothing too crazy. We like just sunshine, not a lot of wind, not a lot of rain. No hurricanes, preferably.
4: Okay, well, it looks pretty nice today. I hope I hope it stays that way then.
0: Here's hoping. When do we want to head out? Soon?
3: I was kind of waiting until you s- said to, since you're the one th- that knows the boat people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what time is it now? Uh, it's a bit late morning. Uh, you do know that you probably have about an hour until the crew is called to the ship. All right, well, if we want to grab some breakfast and
0: some... F- Eat some beverages before we head out do either of you get seasick
4: I don't usually see stuff and then get sick <laughs> god damn it
0: <laughs> <laughs> so seasickness is... I have
4: seen people get sick though does that count
0: um no so this would be if you're on a ship do you ever feel sick while you're sailing
4: oh I I don't think so
0: then you do not get seasick I'm I'm made
4: of water and that does not seem like something that would bother me
0: you never know you could just constantly be nauseous and that's not really a life I would like to live but that'd be
3: unfortunate I'd rather be
4: nauseous than gaseous I'll tell you that (laughs) Fuck.
3: (laughs) was that a water person joke Vartan? did I make a joke I think you just did (laughs) well then yes yes it was It was quite the funny one, too. Thank you. (laughs) And Suna will, like, scratch the button's head. (laughs) And really just, like, swirl around his (laughs) head.
1: (laughs) Uh, At this point, Io, you do make your way back to the group, having spent the evening in the company of Captain Coppertree.
2: Am I at the bar with him?
1: Oh, yeah. Do
2: I have a pale ale in front of me? Uh, You can. (laughs) <laughs> a pail no. of pale
3: ale. Yeah, is it a pale, pale ale down, or a pale yeah. pale ale?
2: A, a pail of pale ale. I sit we must down. be specific
4: in these things. Yeah.
2: I sit down next to the Captain, and I just like look in front of me. Captain, no pale ale for me. I was not sure what time you were getting back. I mean, but I was coming back. I always come back, Captain.
0: Well, right, but you were already on the ship that we're leaving on, so I wasn't sure if you were just going to, you know, make a home there temporarily. And
2: miss breakfast? Alright, fair enough. Are they not feeding you you over there? Well, I. I'm not gonna say that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead! I
1: ate for sure. Hey! Eyebrows, eyebrows. (laughs) Damn.
2: (laughs) I'm not hungry. I'll just take a pail of pale ale.
0: (laughs) Epony just knowingly looks at Io and raises an eyebrow and smiles.
2: (laughs) So, uh, do we need to do any shopping before we leave? They do take off soon.
0: If anyone needs to shop, I'm happy to tag along.
2: No five-finger discounts. Why not? To... Not you, Captain. You're very good at it. Oh, to oh, our new friends. How about we just watch and observe today and maybe pick up some pointers?
4: Vaten's clearly disappointed.
2: And we don't mention it. <laughs> we we do not mention the five-finger discount.
3: Okay. It's okay, Vaten We'll get to see it one of these days.
2: You might see it today. Uh, by our Captain. You know, she loves it but let's not let's not talk about it
3: is it like a secret thing you're not supposed to tell it to people
2: it
0: is so if you see someone utilize their five finger discount you're officially part of a secret society that you cannot share with anyone that you just witnessed the secret handshake which is the five finger discount
4: do I have to have five fingers to do that handshake no is that why it's called the five finger discount
0: no you don't need to have any fingers Wait.
4: Hmm.
0: Maybe. Wait.
4: <laughs> no. Wait. Because I still have this one. And he pulls out one of oh. the fingers. Oh. oh, it probably smells terrible. Oh, no. It's
0: old. <laughs> Rank. Oh, Varden, throw that away.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, but I worked so hard for it. At oh. least have it preserved or something.
4: It's too late for that. <laughs> Yeah, it's as... definitely waterlogged as well.
1: It's, it's, it's just a soggy, severed Ugh. human finger from Ew. one of the pirates.
3: You know, Vartan, I don't—I might not know exactly what the firefinger discount is, but I'm fairly certain it doesn't involve other people's fingers. It has to be your own. So, why Correct. don't we leave that behind?
4: He uh, he lays it down on the table, very sad, and then looks at his hand, which. Does not have fingers and looks very, very, very morose.
0: Wait, Vaughn doesn't have fingers?
4: He can make <laughs> fingers, but like, just his hands normally are just like, like mittens. watery. Yes, <laughs> for gesturing and such.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, so, so five finger discount does not require that you are in possession of five fingers, nor does it mean that you are stealing five
3: fingers.
4: Ah, one day I'll understand. And he goes and he spruces
3: up his pail. As will. as as it seems that we're about to head out, we'll kind of stand up and grab Vatten in his pail and kind of strap it around uh, himself to carry it with him. And kind of like holding, like, uh, what are those called? Like the... (laughs) The, the baby the, Bjorn. The, the baby Bjorns. <laughs> <laughs> so we will have like a little baby Bjorn of Voughten's pail <laughs> with Voughten in it. Nice. Like.
1: Oh, that's adorable. All right. So before you guys head to the ship, is there any final actions in Echo Bay? Don't believe so. You all gather your things, clear out the tavern room, and make your way down to the port where the Annabelle Lee is docked. They have brought the ship fully into dock uh, so that they can load all of the supplies in. They're not shuffling via small rowboats like they do with some of the other larger ships. The Annabelle Lee itself is a moderate sized frigate. It does have cannonry. Um, it does have the capability of defending itself, but it's not a, what you, you would not look at and go, yes, that's a pirate ship. Uh, it definitely looks like a merchant's ship, and they are currently flying the flag of uh, the Kingdom of Aldane, as a lot of the merchant ships do. Essentially, is indicating that they are on that trade route, that they are uh, protected by the kingdom, by the laws of the sea. As you are approaching the ship, uh, you, Io, do see not only uh, Captain Sheila... But also Barnaby, Barnaby standing kind of at her left side and then barking orders to a number of different crew members. You see that same stocky human man. So you see Tomas.
3: Um, Before we leave, I also do we know where Mr. William Decker is?
1: Oh, Decker's with you.
3: Okay, good.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, You you gathered Will with you and he has accompanied me, accompanied you to the docks.
3: He's
4: amongst our things. He is. (laughs) He houses part of your things. (laughs) As most
1: NPCs do. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome! As uh, Sheila is just holding her arms out to all of you, you've made it. Did you expect that we wouldn't? You you know, sometimes people find other work, but I'm quite pleased to see you all. I heard you were quite pleased as well. Oh. It was quite a evening. thing. It I d- gives I d- Io a just exaggerated
2: wink. <laughs> I tried to give the captain a high five behind my back.
0: <laughs> if I see then it, I, I will just... definitely just.
1: <laughs> well, my quartermaster, Mr. Swallen, has informed me that uh, you'd had the pleasure of meeting him this morning, Io. It
2: was a pleasure.
1: Well, as he said, we do need to see where you would all fit within our. Illustrious crew. Is there any particular positions that you find yourselves inclined to fill?
0: I like reverse cowgirl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good one, Captain. Good one.
3: <laughs> What's a cowgirl?
4: <laughs> I'm rather fond of this position where in my pail I lay on my back, but I still have my my feet kind of controlling the wheel. That's my favorite position.
2: And you already know mine.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> She kind of chuckles to herself. Perhaps I need to be a bit more specific. You said there's a lot of pleasure on this ship. Yes, but there is also work that must be done. Can't all be fun and games. We do need to sail the ship, and as delightful as uh, your company is, I don't give passage for nothing.
4: As she says sail, Vodden's going to uh, look up at the sails of the ship, and cast Gust of Wind and have them blow very, very strongly in the wind.
1: Oh, what's a neat little trick.
4: I am really excited to go, and these sails look really, really fun to fill.
1: <laughs> we have not had one of our cane ability in quite a while.
4: I don't use a cane at all.
1: Arcane, <sighs> my dear.
4: Is it my cane or is it your cane? How do we have a cane? Is it, it's arcane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I. And she's just like. <laughs> slightly exasperated look as uh, Decker is actually going to step up beside you. Uh, sorry, um. Oh, she's trying to say that you can use magic. I, I suppose I can, if that's what that is. Yes, that is magic. I, I know for you it's a bit more of your native state, and it's a bit more natural for you. But here on this plane, what you do is wondrous. What wait, we do wait, is magic. I you're taking a boat. L- plane of existence. <laughs> uh, Planes definitely don't exist.
3: <laughs> Planes don't exist. <laughs>
1: as, as,
3: <laughs>
1: he looks up at Sheila. Uh, my name is uh, William Decker. I am. I am a student under the court wizard of Avalon. I, on previous ships, have performed as an arcanist. I believe that myself and Varten here would fill that role quite nicely.
3: Huh. Very eloquently put, Mr. Will.
1: She looks him up and down. Ah, Avalon. That explains all of this. Well, it's been a while since we've had one of the city folk on our ship, but... Never say no to a bit of magic. Makes life quite easy, quite a bit easier. So you shall be our new arcanists.
4: Vardner'll stand up and give a, a little fake salute.
1: <laughs> As for the rest of you, what skills do you bring to the table?
0: Typically, I am in fact a captain. So, how would you like to work that, captain? <laughs>
1: Well, unfortunately, that position has been filled by yours truly. How would you describe your skills on a ship, besides giving the orders that I shall be giving?
0: Well, I like to make sure that the crew is having fun, because there's no such thing as a a good traversing through the sea without some fun. Right? I'm sure you keep your crew very happy.
1: A bard, are you?
0: Perhaps. You're not going to ask me to sing, are you?
1: Oh, it depends on uh, your particular talents. Singing's not one of them. Oh, that
3: is fine.
0: And Epony looks
1: visibly
3: nervous. Is everything okay, Miss Epony?
1: Her Her eyes just very slightly narrow as a slight smile crosses her mouth. Interesting. What? That is not for everyone.
0: Well, so, you know, um, card games, drinking games, I can facilitate all of those. And then, um, I do like to, wow, you know, come to think of it, most of the time when I'm on my ship, I'm either killing people or we're playing games.
1: (laughs) I could always use a powder monkey.
0: Okay, that's fun.
1: (laughs) Uh, as a captain, you would know that Powder Monkey is pretty low-ranking. Never mind, uh, I hate it. You're definitely, it's definitely <laughs> like the gopher. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who do you have in charge of your weaponry? Oh, we have a master gunner, but we do have a few spots open for cannoneers. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> That's what you need, I guess. I'm not I going guess. to give
1: you an officer position right off of the street. You prove yourself, and perhaps... Do
0: you not know who I am? No. <laughs> 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 captain, I was like shut the to, fuck
2: up <laughs> <laughs> we need to take what we can get captain
1: <sighs> fine fine excellent we'll start you as a cannoneer perhaps if you prove yourself uh we can make you a bosun
2: alright oh that's awkward that was actually the job I was gonna apply for <laughs> <laughs> yeah well <laughs> she knows your skills already yeah Um. so captain I direct it to captain
4: sheila (laughs) they both (laughs) turned
2: oh yeah this is Uh, captain sheila i believe that uh my talents would best be suited for bosun
1: hmm in what way
2: i have lived on boats my entire life i know how to speak with them you know to get them going boats and other things but that's not the topic right now uh I believe that no matter what comes Annabelle Lee's way, me and her will get it figured out.
1: Roll me a persuasion check as bosuns are, well, not full officers. That is They're a important. bit higher. Yeah. yeah. There are multiple bosuns on the ship already, so like it's possible to have more than one, mm-hmm. as opposed to like quartermaster first mate. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Nine. Nine. You're very lucky that I rolled real low, too. <laughs> oh, it has nothing to do with my skills on the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already seen that you're quite skilled with your hands, so perhaps you can fix up a ship as well. We can have it a trial run.
2: Uh, excellent. I look forward to in- to proving myself.
1: You'll be working underneath... Kellen, Mr. Cross. So right now on the ship, uh, Marcus Longhall and Kellen Cross are the two bosuns. Okay. You are now kind of an assistant bosun. Love that for me. You're not going to be trusted by yourself with uh, like fully fixing things, uh, but you will be able to do the actions of a bosun. Cool.
3: So you're not going to be trusted at all after (laughs) Tomas. (laughs)
1: I made a great impression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and finally, she turns her attention to the bog.
3: The bog's just kind of like standing there looking around, looking entirely out of place.
1: And what, what skills do you bring to my ship?
3: Well, I'm pretty big. I could help around carrying things. Or I could reach high. Um, I have some knowledge of herbs. I could maybe <laughs> look after your ailments. Oh,
1: you've... Have some skill with healing.
3: Well, I am taught to use natural remedies and to take care of wounds.
1: That's quite useful on a ship. We are actually in need of a surgeon.
3: I could maybe help you.
1: Excellent. You uh, shall be our new ship surgeon.
3: Very well. And what does a a ship surgeon do?
1: (laughs) Well, like you said, you will... Uh, tend to those who are feeling a bit under the weather, whether due to disease or ailments of that like, or because they happen to find their way to the sharp end of a sword.
3: Mm. I am or familiar with that.
1: From the top of the rigging, your job is to make sure that my crew is in one piece.
3: Am I to oversee the health of the over of the overall crew then? Yes. Wonderful. I believe that I may be of service in this. I did have a similar task, uh, Cho, when I was uh, back with my relatives.
1: Well, then, you will uh, be quite the natural. Well, then, now that that is settled, allow me to show you to your quarters, as she now gestures for you to come up the gangplank and onto the Annabelle Lee. I will follow.
3: I'll extend my hand forward and be like, (laughs) after you, Will.
1: Oh, thank you. It will be quite an adventure as you all make your way up the gangplank onto the deck of the ship. She leads you down into the hold of the ship. Uh, There are a few different sections. So on a lot of ships, you have the crew all sleeping together. The Annabelle Lee is actually a very nice merchant ship. It doesn't run with a very large crew. uh, So they've been able to uh, create a few small rooms uh, where Inside each of those rooms, you see bunk beds, which are more like swinging cots so that you do not like roll out as the ship is lilting side to side in rough seas. They will swing with the movement of the ship itself. So she leads you into one of the rooms that does contain six cots. I assume this would be adequate for you. This is yeah, fine. It's amazing. So within the room, you have two sets of cots along one wall, one set on the other. Uh, There's a porthole and uh, you see one large belted down chest, in which you can put any sort of belongings that you might need. So you have your own storage within this room. You each and uh, Decker each have a cot. Uh, You are also sharing this particular uh, space with another person on the ship. Astrid. Yay! So, Astrid, knowing that she she already knows you, and Sheila, knowing that, um, has assigned her into this room as well.
0: You know, Astrid... Ebony holds her arms out for a hug. Um, this is quite different than the quarters I was used to. Oh, you get used to it.
1: It's so... I know, but... It's not too bad. It's like an extended slumber party. And really, this is actually how I was used to, because, you know, this is about how it was on your ship. Well, right. But I didn't have to sleep in these. Well, yes.
4: Captain, you can have my card if you want.
1: Tsune is definitely small for this room.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Tsune's like punching a little bit, like look at Epony's like, these are a little bit small.
0: Well, we don't have seven-foot ceilings. We don't have the luxury of these massive rooms on a on a small ship.
4: Mm-hmm. By the way, this was my entire career as being in the navy was what Sudie's going
1: through. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, now you do recognize that at least they have counted out the number of cots, but they've counted Vattn as needing a cot. So you get the sense that you could like use the space of one full cot as like jerry-rig it so that you could be maybe at like a diagonal <laughs> so you'll fit a little as as, bit better. As soon as
3: sli- sleep sitting down anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, mate, that hook over there looks perfect for my ship. Oh, allow me to place it upon it. And I'll like walk over it, put the little baby Bjorn bucket <laughs> <laughs> on the hook. It's like, oh, it looks like you even have a good view of the entire room. This
4: is wonderful. I can even see outside through the circle.
2: It's called a porthole. <laughs> porthole, I'll remember that.
3: <laughs> through the circle.
2: Now for our first timers, Tom- uh, I almost called you Thomas. For our first timers, <laughs> Vatan, Sune, do you want to see as the ship leaves Echo Bay?
3: Sure, I'd be delighted to get outside of these um, space.
2: Is that what the porthole is for? No, we'll go up to the deck as we sail away. It's truly a magnificent sight.
3: Okay. I shall follow you.
1: All right. Astrid wraps her, uh, basically interlocks her elbow with yours, Epony. Come on, it's just like old times.
4: Since I was leading the the charge here, uh, Vodin will splat onto her shoulder. Completely.
2: Oh, there we go. Yes, that's fine. Need to get used to that. <laughs> and I will head up to the deck and just find a spot where we're out of the way so as not to call attention to ourselves so that
1: they ask for help. Perfect. Uh, they do put you to work. <laughs> as soon as you exit the room, uh, they, you are put to work loading the final barrels and boxes... Uh, Sune, you find a lot of success in just hoisting these up on your shoulders and bringing them up onto the ship itself. Uh, Vatten, a little bit harder for you.
4: Vatten has an absolute blast getting underneath everything that's lifted by other people and pretending he's helping.
1: Oh. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Roll Sune is more than Jack. happy to
3: help. I can do that. Sunitu will be having just a ball of a time. Anything that he sees someone is struggling to carry, he'll go and try and carry as well. Uh, It's a dirty 20 for my performance.
1: Beautiful. So as you are pretending to strain so much against these, you actually watch as a number of the sailors catch on, uh, and you see this general jovility in the crew as they're watching this spectacle of the tiny... Water fairy trying to hold up the giant barrel. And there's a sense that the crew's spirits are also lifted a bit. Wonderful. Eventually you do get all of the cargo loaded onto the ship. Uh, everything is put away, put into the hold. And at which point there's the call to hoist anchor. You all make your way up to the top of the deck, looking out over Echo Bay as the sails unfurl, the wind catching ever so slightly as the ship itself begins to move away from the dock. Slowly, slowly, all the buildings begin to shrink back and you see Echo Bay in its fullness where the island itself is primarily just this crescent-shaped bay with the port city in its center. As the the buildings in the city begin to disappear, you're left with just the look of nature, with the sun up high in the sky, not a cloud to be seen, and a fresh ocean breeze wafting across the deck. For those of you who have spent time on ships, you feel at home. This ship gently swaying, in the ocean waves not rough seas but not glassy just enough to show you that this ocean in its own way is alive and it begins carrying you into the open sea
4: as viden's looking at this um as As the ship is swaying, Vaden is actually uh, staying in one position. so it looks like he's swaying back and forth across the ship because he's sitting still while the ship is moving. Perfect. As which probably makes somebody who gets seasick very seasick.
1: <laughs> Luckily, this is a crew of people who, in general, do not get seasick as they would be in the wrong profession. For Sune. Sunei is pretty new to being on ships.
3: Sune probably will get a little seasick. <laughs>
1: yeah. Can I have Sunei please roll a con save?
3: Come right up. That's gonna be a grand total. Oh, that's a good one. It's twenty, not natural. Okay. But, so, so so far he's holding that.
1: Oh, he is. And there is a odd rhythm to the movement of the water. You grew up on an island, but you grew up in an island by the water. You would go out in small boats. And part of your training as a monk was to feel that push and pull of the water. And you find yourself going back into that training and moving with that current.
3: This was probably my least favorite training back with my relatives, but... (sighs) It takes a deep breath and just... (laughs) Hold on! (laughs) Now, about looking to the health of these people... And he starts to um, look at uh, the crew members and he's going to like kind of start walking up to each and every one of them. And uh, like, hello, are you in any pain or ailments? Is there anything that I might do for you?
1: (laughs) So you're just Baymaxing them all. (laughs) (laughs) Big
3: Baymax vibes here. (laughs) 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 On a scale of one through ten, what is your, (laughs) how much does it hurt?
1: Roll me, roll me just a persuasion check with advantage because we all love Baymax? I'm going to (laughs) say with advantage because it is your job. (laughs) But they're also... You're new.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I... I'm new. Tall-ass, um, Furbolg suddenly, like, approaching, creaning over them being like, are you hurt? Uh, that's a nine.
1: Okay, so these sailors mostly have spent the morning just watching you lift things. Your massive arms. Um, And suddenly you've turned very gentle and are looming over a number of them. And in fact, the first one you come up to is actually Marcus Longhall, one of the bosuns. And he's a halfling. (laughs) As you tower over this very short man and he's looking, craning his neck up towards you. Uh, I'm sorry, am I hurt?
3: Is there anywhere that hurts you? Are you feeling well? Do you require any assistance?
1: I get We've been out of port for, what, 20 minutes?
3: (laughs) Are you perhaps feeling seasick already?
1: Uh, No, I'm not feeling seasick.
3: Any splinters while you were carrying the crates?
1: It looks down at his very calloused hands. I'm quite capable of dealing with some wood. Thank you very much.
3: Do you feel any sort of distress or animosity against any of your co-workers?
1: Apparently it's growing right now. Hmm. Particularly when they start asking weird-ass questions.
4: Sunei, perhaps this could be the person that wants to kill you.
3: Oh, I hope not. I would hate to be on your bad side.
1: Well, maybe don't start with the, the weird questioning angle. What's your deal, man?
3: Uh, My apologies. I am the new surgeon.
1: Oh, that makes so much more sense. Sorry, I... It's been a long day. Marcus, Mm. one of the bosuns.
3: My friends call me Sune, but you may call me whatever you like.
1: Sune will work.
3: Very well. Marcus?
1: Well, I'll I'll let you know if I need any... Surgeoning.
3: Wonderful. I look forward to it. Oh, take this. And I'll give him, like... Uh, a little piece of like ginger root for his tiredness.
1: You gave me a plant. Yes, uh,
3: y- you should chew it. It would help to revitalize you.
1: It's a weird smell, man.
3: You know, you'll get used to it.
1: One uh, of these damn health nuts. And he, he like very <laughs> tentatively kind of chews on it, goes, Gah. <laughs> mm, <ugh."> why? <laughs>
3: much more animated already it'll prevent sickness <laughs> and I'll just nod aggressively craziest like, and
1: starts like just mumbling to himself as he tries to chew it one more time it's like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh and he goes Sune's back to sunu is very pleased <laughs> he goes back to his duties
3: and sunu will continue to do this with like every person
1: <laughs> wonderful um can you roll me a D100?
3: Yeah, a grand total of 12.
1: Oh boy. Okay. You're very new to this crew, and as such, you get the sense that they don't quite trust you yet, and also you're coming at it from a very herbalistic standpoint. They are very used to these ship surgeons just, like, throw some dirt on it, stitch you up real quick, and you're fine. Fine. <laughs> Not most of the crew seems a little taken aback by your very gentle approach and your more herbalist forward medicine uh, you get the sense that it's gonna take them a while to really trust it
3: I'm also looking out for their emotional well-being
1: yeah that's really throwing them off <laughs> you do get a few that are a bit more receptive in particular there is a an air genosse, Uh Her name is Breeze, (laughs) B-R-E-Y-Z-E, Breeze Flint, Uh, she's actually the sailing master. Uh, She particularly goes along with what you were saying because uh, she actually is from a smaller coastal tribe um, and practices a number of the herbalism medicines, or at least her village did. So. She actually does recognize some of what you're doing. She doesn't view it as super weird. <laughs> oh, well, Excellent. It's, it's quite nice to see someone engaging in this sort of healing. Usually it's just bandages.
3: Indeed. It seems most of the other sailors here have been quite... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, they haven't been taken care of as good as they should.
1: Yes, our uh, our old surgeon was a bit... Rougher around the edges. I see. most sailors are.
3: I hope that I don't throw them off too much. I would hate to make them uncomfortable.
1: Oh, no. They'll get used to it. It took them a while to get comfortable with me as well. You definitely Hmm. get the sense that she isn't like an airhead, uh, but there is a general just airiness to her. She's very... uh, She's a free spirit. Yeah, very free spirited, (laughs) but also... Every, all of her words are very breathy and you definitely watch her just flit around the rigging effortlessly as if she were born to it. You the sense if she falls off that rigging something has gone very
3: wrong. Indeed. In a, in a very childish way, Sunan might feel a little competitive to try and like do some acrobatic shit. <laughs> but he will resist for now. <laughs>
1: Anything else you want to do while there is daylight?
3: Um, uh, he'll he'll continue to take care of the crew until he's done. Until he can't find anyone <laughs> that will take his uh, medicines.
4: Vaughn's gonna be up in the rigging a little bit watching the crew down on the deck. And I don't know who this person is, but there's somebody on the deck that I've been watching. And whenever they're about to take a step somewhere. I will cast Gust of Wind to make the ship lurch forward and cause their steps to uh, make them stumble some. And he's having so much fun doing this.
1: There is a... So down at the bottom, you see a half-elven woman, half-elven man. You see the halfling that was talking with Sunay. There is also a human and uh, Astrid.
4: Probably oh Astrid. It would be really fun with Astrid, I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm watching her. Whenever she's starting to like walk across the deck or something, I'll cast gust of wind into the sail <laughs> and make the ship lurch so that she she stumbles and feels really off of her footing. She's used to being on ships and she doesn't understand why she's having such a hard
1: time. <laughs> Alright, roll me a arcana check to see how well you're timing this.
4: Oh, not great. That's a two. <laughs>
1: Uh, you, you're you far away, and you're not quite sure how ships react to gusts of wind. Um, and as you release the gust, it does fill the sails more, and it begins to move, but it doesn't lurch quite like you were planning. Um, and she seems entirely unaffected by this.
3: Oh, that's a good prank.
1: But <laughs> as you are filling up the sails, uh, you hear kind of a soft just as a, uh, light-skinned Air Genasi comes up the rigging, tying a few knots. Hello. Oh, hello, I'm Vatin. It's a pleasure to meet you, Vatten. My name's Breeze.
4: Wow. So, like, air.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we Genasi tend to be a bit on the nose.
4: I wouldn't know anything about that.
1: Is yes, you are quite interesting. I've been told that a lot. I imagine. What are you?
4: I'm Vatan.
1: Well, yes, that is your name.
4: I don't know.
1: Well, that's okay. That just sounds like an adventure. This has
4: been pretty adventurous. I'm <laughs> sailing.
1: I saw you uh filling up my
4: sails there. Yeah, I was trying to make them fall on the on the on the what do they call that down there? uh any struggles for me- the deck I was trying to make somebody fall but it was not working
1: oh yes it takes it takes quite a bit to really move the ship but I could use a bit of your help as we are making our way through that seems oh. like a very useful skill how can I help uh she takes her hand and she produces her own gust of wind sometimes we're gonna find places that... The ship doesn't want to move very quickly. The wind will die down, and it'll be our job to make sure that the ship can keep moving. It doesn't always move quickly, but...
4: I can do that without a cane, right? Yes. I'll be happy to help.
1: Excellent. It was lovely to meet you, Vatten. I must get back to the sails. Okay. As she then flits her way down, it's half... Swinging and half just sending little gusts to uh, catch her fall. IO and Epony, anything that you want to do before everyone breaks for the evening? Epony would
0: probably be humming to herself and then realizing she's doing it, like, stop. Because being back on a ship, it's just her comfort to sing and to hum and to make music. And she's terrified of what that means here. So she will just be trying to sit in the corner real quiet
1: (laughs) um roll a roll an inside check Uh uh-oh okay that's a 10 okay um you are really lost in thought just being out on the sea again feeling the spray of the water and the rocking of the ship it's just like being called to somewhere you belong And as you're sitting there, smile playing across your face, a hand lands on your shoulder. Like, thick, masculine hand. As Tomas is definitely standing above you. Can I help you? Well, you can help us.
0: Oh, oh, oh! Yes. Sorry, sorry. She'll get up and run and go to help.
1: (laughs) There we go. (laughs) We're gonna use some uh, of these supplies moved about. Oh, all right, um, sure. You mentioned that you're good with games. We're making a game space oh! that makes you feel better. Yes, it
0: definitely does, okay. And she's gonna bring out her mage hand and start moving whatever she can with that. And we'll, <laughs> she'll help move stuff if it's like small enough. She's not very strong. Yeah.
1: Now that they're out of the port, they are building kind of a communal space down below decks. Uh, so he kind of enlists you in helping oh, with Oh, fun. Okay. Io, anything that you're doing? I think Io, just like Epony, like, there's just this sense
2: of being right. Like when we're sailing away from the island, like this is uh, their comfort zone. I think Io would have tried to like help out just to get that watchful eye off my back. Mm -hmm. But, like, noticing that the captain was sitting by herself, I would have tried to make my way over, but seeing Tomas literally take an absolute about face and just (laughs) go back to helping out. I think I would choose, like, if Kellen and Marcus are together, I would automatically ingratiate myself with them, ask them, like, oh, like, where are your tools? Uh, where do we, like, do you guys have a little workspace, stuff like that, and just make sure that I know what's the first priority when we start out on our journey.
1: Perfect. As you make your way over to, uh, Marcus and Kellen, uh, they're going through a number of the, these are the repairs that we got in Echo Bay, and what roles need to be done as they are making their journey, and they see you approach it's Io, isn't it? Says Marcus, with a uh, bit of ginger root kind of just jangling from his tooth that he's trying to like get out desperately. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, uh, Io Sunkar. Uh, nice to meet you. I, I will effectively be your assistant on this journey.
1: Thank ah. you for having me. Well, it's a it's a pleasure meeting you. Uh, we're gonna put you to work. I'm not afraid of work. Good. Uh, how confident are you at? Running repairs. I've been working
2: on boats my entire life, so I do not believe you have anything I haven't seen yet.
1: So Excellent. Uh, we did suffer a bit of damage on our trip to Echo Bay. Unfortunately, shipyards weren't able to get it fully repaired, so we do have to make some adjustments while we're sailing. Shouldn't be too much of an issue, but it's something that we want to make sure that we're looking out for, especially if we hit any inclement weather. That's going to be a top priority for us. So, uh, let me show you where to find all the tools. And he takes a bit of time and starts walking you around the ship, uh, showing you where to find anything that you would need to run any repairs, as well as where all the rope and the supplies are. Perfect, perfect.
2: Just making a mental checklist where (laughs) everything is.
1: Excellent. So, as you are going about the first day it's pretty it's very uneventful you figure that they were pretty well stocked and set um everyone gets at some point pulled into like redoing some rigging uh making adjustments as needed eventually night does fall and once dinner has been served very simplistic dinner everyone makes their way down to the uh newly created recreation center (laughs) Epony, what does it look like? what did What did Epony do to create a fun zone?
0: Okay, so it is like blanket fort central, but all of these like extra pieces of sail that have probably like ripped and been blown around in the wind, so they're full of holes. But she's rigged up any type of like post that she can to drape these canopies made of old sails over the top of these tables below deck. Um, It's just crates stacked on crates stacked on crates that like extra stools have been stacked around So you have a bunch of crates in a big square So it makes like one big table for everybody to sit at So you can sit on the edge of it You can sit on a stool There are chairs you can sit on your cot and like hang next to it But she's covered the whole thing in like old candles and has the whole thing lit up And it is super cool ambiance Shouldn't be this nice for Below Deck, but she has turned it into, like, this really pretty, exquisite-looking gaming space that is also kind of, all, like, a little bit
1: run down at the same time.
0: <laughs> but it is fun.
1: Excellent. And as you all make your way down there, uh, you notice that Tomas is bringing out a series of four casks. <gasps> yes! Uh, and... Sheila makes her way down as well, with a very mischievous look on her face. My friends, we have some new companions to our crew. And as such, it is tradition that we play a bit of a game. So, those of you who have sailed with me before, you you know this game. This is going to be a, a test of metal, a test of resilience but also of knowing yourself. Oh, no. This is Gambler's Cup. And the rules are very simple. I have four different alcoholic elixirs. Each round, you may choose one of these four elixirs. Each one is going to be worth a different amount of points. And your goal is to be the first to reach 20 points. However, should you fall unconscious or lose your lunch, you're out. And I must warn you, it will get harder and harder as you go. So, for everyone listening, the way this game is going to work, there are four different drinks. Uh, each one is uh, worth a different amount of points and will have a different saving throw. And they get increasingly harder to drink. Oh no. uh, So you have light-hearted, worth one point, Bull's Blood worth two points, Frosty Heart worth three points, and Carnage worth four points. Mm -mm. (laughs) Uh, The objective is to reach 20 points without falling unconscious or throwing up. Oh no. Depending on which drink you choose, the number of points you get for making the saving throw. However, every time you fail a save, you will gain a penalty that will make it harder for you to win, while also leaving you one step ahead to falling unconscious. Even if you fail the save, however, you're still in the game. So, on your first fail, you will take a minus two to your saving throws. Oh. On your second fail, you will take a minus two to your, you will keep that minus two, and you will then have disadvantage in the saving throws. (laughs) And you will have the poisoned condition. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. (laughs) Your second. (laughs) Yeah, and the third one, you fall unconscious. Yeah, you're done. Or you throw up your third one, your character dies. (laughs) 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 The DCs for these drinks are as follows. Lighthearted is going to be a DC 10. That is worth one point. Bull's Blood is a DC 14 and is worth two points. Oh boy. Frosty Heart is a DC 17 worth three points. And Carnage is a DC 20 but worth four points. Competing against you, so... They're making everybody who is new. So Decker is going to be uh, playing with you guys. It's going to go really well for him. (laughs) Um, You will be competing against Tomas, Marcus, and Kellen. So the two bosuns and the quartermaster and Decker. Oh God!
3: Sune protests. He's like, uh, is this anything like the? ales that we had i didn't quite like that i'd rather not uh, have to drink any
1: ah but it is tradition
3: is it truly necessary i promise that it it, 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 i don't know (laughs) he does he has no excuses but he doesn't want to drink
0: (laughs) sune you will never Um, be forced to do something you don't want to do as long as you are on a ship with me
3: well that's very agreeable um does the rest of the crew share that sentiment
1: you do watch as a number of them kind of grumble to themselves, but they end up taking your drink.
3: Oh, I very much appreciate that. I am very grateful to you. I'm not very keen on uh, these uh, drinks, as I've seen. I find them to be quite, hmm, well, not to my liking. So thank you. Thank you a lot. Instead, might uh, I interest you in uh, perhaps meditation, sir?
0: <laughs> no, the rest of us want to drink dare.
3: <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Uh, please enjoy.
1: <laughs> all right, so round one. <laughs> do we roll initiative to see who goes first? Oh no, you all go at the same time. Okay. Oh. So pick which drink you want to drink. Let us know, and then you're gonna see if you make it or not.
2: I have a plus zero. This, one's <laughs> <laughs> um, I will do. <laughs> <laughs> bull's blood.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Roll for it.
3: Go oh. for the carnage.
2: <laughs> I would have to get a natural twice. Oh no. Easy peasy. Uh
1: let's go. <laughs> That's a three. All right. <laughs> so bull's blood right off the bat. You take that first sip and it is strong. This is some hard liquor mm. mixed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vaten.
4: Vaden, uh, his eyes get really large. I would like to try Carnage, please. Oh, no. All right.
1: <laughs> what kind of save is it when we roll? It is a uh, con save. Great.
4: <laughs> he failed that very badly. He got a seven.
3: <laughs> Soon it will be behind Vaden, kind of like... <laughs> encouraging his, the him. color
4: of his Ooh. insides shifts slightly towards the color of carnage itself
1: yeah, you watch as the liquid begins to mix in with Voughten's form and it the kind of wavers the cup is
4: as, almost as large as Voughten as he, yeah, as he, he takes it the percentage it
3: of alcohol in Voughten right now should immediately kill <laughs> instead <laughs> of drinking it he just kind of dips himself and absorbs it into it
1: yeah and then
0: Ebony he, become, he,
4: he becomes inside the cup <laughs>
0: Give me that three-pointer, baby. Oh, you did you make it? Well, so, I, oh no, because I got a 19, so yes.
1: Cool, excellent. So you gained three points. Oh, uh, so you, you guys- only get
2: the points if you f- make the save. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: so, you guys watch as Tomas and Marcus just down a carnage each. Oh, my God. Both of them making it. Oh, my Um, God. Astrid goes for a uh, three-point frost blood, I think is what it was. Frost heart? Yeah, frosty heart. Um, She almost gets it down before she kind of sputters, and she did not make her save. Uh, Decker goes ahead and grabs the lighthearted.
2: Smart man. (laughs) And just
1: casually drinks it, uh, making his save. Smart man. All right, that's going to be round two. You're going to pick your number again. This game was making did me thirsty. Kellen not make it. Oh, right, Kellen. Uh Kellen did not make it either. Okay, perfect. Okay, I'm
0: going for the 2.1 this time. What's the DC on that? All oh, right, it was Kellen, not Marcus. 14. Oh, thank God. 16. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, I will do Bull's Blood again, and that's my second failure.
1: All right, so you are now with that minus two poisoned and uh, disadvantage. Advantage and minus two. All right, so for everyone else, uh, you guys watch as Tomas just another uh, carnage down the hatch. He seems entirely unfazed by this drink. Tomas has uh, like he's a
0: plus a- ten constitution.
1: <laughs> Tomas has a th- plus three. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's just it's Ashlyn just a big ball. It's
1: just Ashland rolling. Um as he downs that That's carnage cheap. uh Marcus takes another carnage but he can't handle it this time. Uh he fails his first. Uh Astrid makes her second frosty heart so she now has 3 points and Decker fails a lighthearted.
3: <laughs> <laughs> as he takes I'll, I'll another go strike. Good <laughs> of the
0: just oh, mm, oh, uh, poor
2: baby that's alright Car- that's alright we
4: will have another Votan please
1: <laughs> roll for oh Carnage boy. <gasps> uh, 11 11 nope <laughs> as poor Votan is becoming more and more made of booze uh, <laughs> you fail another of the saves all right. Um. This is then going to be round three. So I'll take a frosty heart.
0: That's the three point one. Mm-hmm. I got a natural twenty.
2: Nice. Beautiful. Nice. Uh, if I'm going out, I'm I'm going out on top. I'll take a carnage. Okay. <laughs> oh Let's no! See that 20. Oh
0: no! I'm so scared. You should be. natural
2: twenty. <laughs> no, I get a five and a two. Uh, <sighs>
3: <laughs> Not a five and a two Absolutely okay. a five and please, a
1: two Please describe to us what happens as you fail Third time in the row
2: uh, As I'm taking uh, The drink I just look at Captain Sheila Wink <laughs> And down it Grin with my sharp teeth
1: And then absolutely So <laughs> So you all watch as what She, what they think is a just flawless wink. It goes on a little too long. (laughs) There's a little too much like open mouth to it. Um, (laughs) as, uh, they then sway, 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 collapse into a barrel. There is a raucous just, ah, from the crowd. After his oh.
4: second drink, Vatan goes over to Sune. S- S- Sune, Sune can, can you get my ship, please? <laughs> I, I I would like my ship, please. I'll, I'll come, go get
3: it in right a moment, uh, L- <laughs> Vatan, but I don't think that you should have any more of these beverages. But it's fun! I realize that, but I don't know what that amount of uh, alcohol in your small... What he might do to you
4: i think my hat will help but that's in my ship
3: yes well wait until i get back before you take any more
4: oh i'm not very good at waiting then why don't you come with me
3: that i would might defeat get lost the on the way
4: purpose of having you take take the ship or, or get the
3: ship <laughs> soon i'll be like hmm Yelling orders is new, <laughs> um, uh, but he'll f- first go over to IO and kind of just like try and, and help them out. Oh, I, I wasn't uh,
4: giving an order, I was correcting myself. <laughs> I first said, Take the ship, and then said, Get the ship.
3: <laughs> oh, no, no worries. Um, uh, Sooner is gonna go over to IO and uh, help them up, and uh, just kind of like, All right. Is everything okay, Ayo? Can you see me? Of course yeah, I can see these. you both. <laughs>
2: I'm
3: going to I'm going to put another a small piece of ginger root in Ayo's mouth <laughs> and and then I'm going to head over to get the 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 baby Bjorn.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Um I'll say the the ginger root helps you don't have the poisoned condition as you're just like <laughs> nah, 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 on the uh, <laughs> root itself Uh, Tomas actually staggers and this last uh, this third carnage gets him Um, he got cocky and I then rolled a two Um, as he does fail his first the bosun is going to fail a second one so he is on two strikes Uh, Astrid has now gotten back her stride so she's made two threes Um, and Decker manages to not screw it up still just trying to drink the lighthearted. He's just going along with it, uh, but he's definitely already feeling all of this. All right, next one. <laughs> Which one do I want to do? i very
4: committed to these carnages.
1: Hey, 15. Yeah, Captain.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, I would have passed that time. Dang it. Oh. Disadvantaged cause me I'm getting to real nervous. With a 10.
1: All right. You watch as Tomas takes a sip um, and he also fails another of his Carnage rolls. Um, and the same with Marcus as he takes that final sip, kind of looking at where Io is, like, ah, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Yeah, the dragon boy can't handle, can't handle this. Oh
3: uh-huh.
1: no. Uh-huh. All over the deck. Oh. talk mm-hmm. shit. That's what you oh, get. Oh no. 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 Mm-hmm. Time for bed. As Astrid is sitting there sipping on uh, her uh, frosty heart. <laughs> you got cocky. It's the three of us left. or Oh, are there only three of us? Or oh no, okay. So my two who are remaining, uh, Vatten, did did that take you out?
4: Oh, most definitely. I rolled with disadvantage. <laughs> I got that twenty, but also a no! six. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so describe to us oh. what it looks like uh, when Vatten makes his final sip.
4: So as Vaten, uh takes his last drink, he is. He's at that point where uh, not only is he drinking too much alcohol, he's drinking way too much. So he looks very bloated and unnatural. Um, And and he's not keeping his shape the way he normally does. His his, uh, appendages are are more um, liquidy and amorphous, I guess would be the word. Um, And then as he falls... Uh, A good portion, like half portion, falls off the table completely, (laughs) separating itself from the body as he passes out. And most of the alcohol was in that portion that splashes on the ground. But he is out for the count.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Poor buddy. And then Ebony. All right, I
0: guess um, I will try the frosty heart again. You
2: got this, Captain. That's a natural
0: twenty. Hey! Hey!
1: Oh, God, I'm hanging on. I'm hanging on here. Yeah. Okay, it's you versus Astrid versus Tomas. Tomas has failed twice. Okay. Astrid has only failed once. Okay. So they're going to each go for... Oh, and Decker. Decker's actually still up. He's just sipping on the lighthearted. He's not planning on winning. (laughs) He's just trying to not die. Yeah, he's trying to
0: keep up, but not really keep up.
3: (laughs) If he's the last one standing, did he really lose, though?
0: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is a strategy. All right, ready? I'm ready. I'm going for the two point. And that's a 14,
1: so we good. As Tomas takes that sip and just hurls it back oh. out. Uh, he manages to stay standing. You get the sense that they probably play this pretty often. That they it's very much a, a puke and rally situation. <laughs> but he just loses it. Puts down the cup in defeat, looking at you oh. and Astrid, holding Astrid's eyes as she takes a sip and begins sputtering and coughing as she also failed. She's now failed twice. All right, all right. You got um, this, Captain. You got this, Captain. Decker, be- seeing, <laughs> seeing the mess that is beginning to be made in this uh, enclosed space, kind of like. Ooh. Oh no. <laughs> It's it's not agreeing with him. Oh no. uh, He failed.
0: Uh, oh, he failed twice now. He's looking very really
1: drunk. Oh my god! I'm 18. I'm 18. <laughs> As Astrid also maintaining eye contact with you, you can see she's tart is starting to like full flush. Okay. All right. One more for the two
0: pointer. That's a six. Well, so a seven. Oh. So I failed one.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> As Astrid. Looks at you, raises her glass, and falls completely backwards. Oh no,
2: Astrid!
1: <laughs> I
2: just, uh, you see the Io just starts like pointing and laughing oh. at everyone. <laughs> yes! You suck, 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 you suck.
1: That's my captain. Decker very quickly follows suit and just falls off of his chair.
3: Wow! Sunik finishes coming down the stairs with a bucket.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there just are like, people just oh passed out on the ground. Ebony's just... It's a bit rank. As Sheila is just... I survive. Excellent job. I would expect nothing less from a fellow captain. You know, you're right. It'd be pretty sad if I couldn't keep up with the crew, wouldn't it? It would be quite sad. Cheers to you. What do I win? As she our undying respect and the ability to brag to Tomas that you kicked his ass I'll take it I like that (laughs) he takes quite a bit of pride in usually winning sorry Tomas sorry (laughs) Tomas as she raises her hand and you watch as she moves her fingers um, and the surface is clean oh thank god because it was starting to smell Oh, yes, we weren't going to... I keep a very nice ship. I wasn't going to let it stay like that. However, it is part of the game. Well, of course, the getting to that point, but then the cleanup
0: afterwards is usually the problem because everyone's passed out for too long.
1: Oh, yes. Magic is a wonderful thing. To which you all continue a raucous night, enjoying the... The music playing as people get a bit drunker, at least the people who were, you know, not already passed out on the floor. And as you continue through the night, Vatten, you're lying kind of in a little puddle and that same electric feeling courses across your skin, penetrating the drunken dream that you're in. And as fast as it arrives, it fizzles out again. But right at the end, you hear a low rumble. Ooh that fades into the distance. I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh-oh. What? I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Your conditions remain. Oh, no. <laughs> I, do I still yeah. have disadvantage?
0: Yep. Oh. 13. Oh, my God. Oh, no, wait. Mm-hmm. I have a minus two because I failed once, right? hmm So that's an 11.
2: I, oh, my God. I...
4: That's a five for Vasin. That's a twelve for hey, Sunay.
1: There's something wrong. And with me. And I didn't drink. <laughs> As the ship itself suddenly lurches to the side, as and you hear the crash of a wave and the crack of thunder and a flash of lightning. That's where we're gonna pick up next episode.
0: Oh, spaghettios! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Roleplay Inc. You can find us on Instagram at Roleplay Inc, R-O-L-L-P-L-A-Y-I-N-C. And we will have more social media coming soon. Until next time,
1: keep rolling.